0: The people of Pace University are doing amazing things, and I want more people to know about them. I'm Marvin Krislov, the president of Pace University, and this is the Pace Cast. More than 90% of our first year students receive financial aid each year. Much of that aid is funded by our generous donors. On Giving Tuesday this year, That's the Tuesday after Thanksgiving where we focus on charitable giving. Pace University is running a campaign we're calling One Pace, One Day. If enough people in enough different categories donate that day, they will unlock an additional $200,000 gift to the university. I hope you'll help us meet that goal. So today, I want to talk about what donations like these can do for our students and what they can do for our donors too. Right now, we're on the phone with James Hickey, a Lubin Jr. who overcame some remarkable challenges to get here. He wouldn't be at pace without the generosity of our donors. We're talking to James from his internship at an investment bank office in Midtown Manhattan. I can't say which one so we don't get him in trouble, but as he'll tell us, he's hoping to graduate this May and land a job where he's interning right now. James, thanks for joining me. So let's take it back a little bit. Can you talk a little bit about where you grew up?
1: Sure. I grew up in Yorktown, northern Westchester. I mean, I was the -the run-of-the-mill family. I and my parents, the only child, both of my parents were in and out of the hospital frequently just due to hereditary illness. In about sixth grade, my father had actually passed away. A little fast forward to my senior year in high school, my mother was in and out of the hospital, and she had actually passed away in September of my senior year, and I found my life in shambles. I didn't know quite how my future would unfold or what I would do.
0: So how did you get through? Did you graduate from high school, and how did you manage to do that?
1: My mother's funeral was on a Monday, and I was back in school on Tuesday, and I graduated that same year.
0: Wow. Where did you go after, after graduating from high school?
1: Initially, I was in construction, you know, um, My father worked construction, I knew a couple of people and I got a job, and I realized I was good at talking to people and understanding numbers. So I got into sales and into car sales, and you know eventually wasn't able to make enough money to put away to then be able to fund myself going to school and working part-time.
0: So that's when you started at the community college. Exactly. And at some point, you decide you want to go to Pace University.
1: So when I was at Westchester, obviously the goal wasn't just to graduate with an associate's and go back into the world. It was to eventually get a bachelor's. I, of course, you know, asked family, friends, and... One person said, oh, I graduated from Pace. Not only did they have a great program, but they had a very caring and great faculty. What really sealed the deal is while in Westchester, I worked at a restaurant, and there was an economics professor from Pace that came in all the time. And, you know, he would always come in and just talk with me. And he was like, oh, so, you know, you're making a decision soon, right? And he was like, have you made it? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go to Pace. And he was like, good decision.
0: And and how's the experience been?
1: Been everything I expected, and then some. And I found that all the professors that I've had and that I work with—they really do care, and they want you to learn, and you know they want you to better yourself for your future.
0: And I understand you're still working at two jobs, or
1: two jobs around sixty hours a week. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, you get used to it.
0: And what are your plans for the future?
1: my dream is to one day just, you know, enter the private equity field and thrive and that. But obviously, uh, you need to pay your dues first. So I'd love to join an investment bank or, you know, even a hedge fund and just get my feet wet and learn.
0: So what are your your thoughts about the role of scholarships and financial aid?
1: You know, I, I work to survive so I can pay rent and car insurance and all these kinds of things and be able to live without these scholarships, I don't think I would have been able to, I don't think I would have been able to do it.
0: I mean, your story is is very inspiring, and I'm just wondering what lessons you have learned and any advice you have for others.
1: The one thing that I just try and tell everybody is life is really hard, but it's your choice what to do with it. And although life can really you know kick you onto your butt some days you got to get up and just you know keep on going because eventually there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. maybe far off but it'll happen. And the harder you work, the more you'll be able to indulge in that light later in life.
0: Well James, you've really inspired me and I'm sure our listeners today and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Your example is very motivating to all of us to make the best of what what life offers. So thank you very much for being here and look forward to congratulating you when you walk across the stage this coming May.
1: Thank you very much, sir.
0: Now we'll talk to David Weinstein. He's a double Pace alumnus. He earned a bachelor's in history in 1982 and an MBA in 1991. He and his family support the Stanley and Gloria C. Weinstein Scholarship, named for his father and his aunt.
2: The scholarship was started back in the late 80s when my aunt, my father's sister, had passed away. And we wanted to do something, in particular my father, to memorialize her contribution to business. And originally uh, she was a, a leading lady in the marketing field, fashion marketing in New York City, passed away very young.
0: So your father started it But my understanding is that you've actually grown the scholarship since that time.
2: Yeah, we saw how important it became, and we felt committed towards raising additional funds. And and we did that through my father's corporate relationships. We did it through my employers and their matching grants. We directed anybody that asked, you know, what can I contribute to in your name? Uh, And it's been very heartwarming to see it. Uh, I one year went to the President's Scholarship Dinner, and it was the first time I went where I met the recipient. And I was so moved by the student. At the time, the student's parents were there. They gave me such a warm embrace and how meaningful this was that I vowed, A, if all things possible, never to miss another scholarship dinner. But I also started to bring my then younger boys, who I guess they were either in middle school or just entering high school, so they could get an appreciation for how hard some students have it to try and raise the money to stay in school. So the legacy hopefully will continue long past me.
0: What drives you to stay involved?
2: It's, it's a pay it back, it's a pay it forward, recognizing that I had particular benefits and opportunities that other students may not have in terms of staying in school. It just seems like the most best-spent money I could think of to help students get an education so that they can go forward in life and perhaps, you know, look back and do the same as I've done.
0: What would you tell other people who might be thinking about giving to Pace University?
2: Education is where, you know, you invest your money in the future, right? And student scholarships are critical. I think the key component, the lesson that I learned about all this over the years, don't just give the money. It's easy to write the check. Stay involved. Meet these kids. If you can meet these kids' parents, the feeling of self-gratitude that you get when somebody can generally thank you for something you did makes it all incredibly worthwhile.
0: David, thank you so much for everything you do for PACE. I will see you soon, and if not before, at the scholarship dinner this coming spring. That would be great. The generosity of our donors makes a real difference in our students' lives. Students like James wouldn't be here without them. And that generosity makes a difference in donors' lives too. Like David Weinstein says, this might be the best money you ever spend. I hope you will join us and be part of One Pace One Day. Go to pace.edu slash give to pace and make your donation right now! That's pace.edu slash give to pace, all one word, no spaces. Thanks to the Department of Media, Communications, and Visual Arts on the Pleasantville campus where professors Kate Fink, Paul Zeke, and Lou Guarneri make this podcast happen. And thanks to James Hickey and David Weinstein for taking the time to talk to us today. We'll be back in the new year with a new pacecast. Until then, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any comments or ideas or suggestions, you can write to me at president@pace.edu. I'm Marvin Krislov and I will talk to you on the next pacecast.